I'm ready to make this Monday a fun day. Boom. It rhymes. rhymes. Don't you find that Monday We need to start doing that. Monday fun day? Yeah. We do fun Friday, but Monday fun day sounds fun. It's a happy way to start the week. I just find it easy. You know, maybe it's the holidays that kind of get me jump-started. I don't want to lose that feeling when we get into January. You know what I mean? Because there's something about every day during the holiday season just kind of has an air to it. Look, it's a real Mm -hmm. thing. I have it. I know it's coming. I'm not focusing on it yet. But I have that thing after Christmas is over that I have to accept that Christmas is over. <laughs> it's like uh, every it's, week on Sunday when you know you got to go back to work, except it's 10 times it's a, worse. It's like a month long. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure everybody feels that way. But yeah, you're right, Jody. We should focus on the now, which is... It's you know, only right now. Yeah. You can't worry about yesterday or tomorrow. Well, you got to get ready for tomorrow, though. Yes. A little bit of planning, but yeah. no worry for Yesterday's it, right? over. Tomorrow hasn't happened. <laughs> That's what's called the present. <laughs> so, speaking of focusing on the holidays and the fun and all that kind of stuff, it, it's... I also realize when we get mid-month, it's like, whoa, there's a lot of cool stuff that we've got at MurphySamAndJody.com oh to help you get ready for everything from gift ideas to food and more. Gift today ideas, and we're adding to it every day. And today, I just, I'm just i getting too I'm getting too excited. We're going to add three gifts today three. for three different people on your list. That's just after seven. We've got Make It, Take It gift ideas online. I'm doing some of that this week. We're, do, we're making teachers gifts and stuff. Stuff that they want to eat. Okay. It's not like... Here's an ornament I made. No. Is it stuff is it stuff Murphy can eat? Actually it is. Yes. <laughs> From the no nuts. Has thing. no yes. nuts. It has no nuts. Um, we've got the twelve dips of Christmas online for you. And remember you can still have the kids email Santa or you can email Santa at MurphySamandJody.com. He'll be with us again on Friday. Well, see that's something else to look I forward know. to. I'm serious. So happy what'd you call it? Fun, Fun day, day Monday. Monday. Yeah. Coming up later this hour, why so many people, so many couples break up in the month of December right about now. I hate hearing that. Two weeks from Christmas, right about now. Find out why on the way. Um, What about office party attire? Are you doing that again this year? Yeah, we're going to discuss that. Like, what's black tie really mean? What does Christmas casual mean? I always get confused by that. I know. That's a good thing you have me. (laughs) That's the truth. Coming up, Sam has music news. Megan Trainer's calling it quits. There's a catch sort there. Of? Yeah, okay. Sort of. And Bruno Mars is going to be on TV tomorrow night. Excellent. Call us anytime. We'd love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. You can call or text. And even if we miss you, you can leave a voicemail on the 24-hour voicemail. Sam's got music news. Megan Trainer is calling it quits the rest of the year. If I was you, I'd want to be me. Her albums are so much fun. She's, She's done them in 2016. Yeah, well, she has to be because the doctor told her strict vocal rest, quote unquote. So she's canceled everything else. She had she some got, dates scheduled, I know. Yeah, she had some big dates scheduled, and so she's had to cancel them all. Said, sorry, but I'll be back with you in 2017. Good. Take care of yourself first. That's a lesson. So we just saw her last week uh, during the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, the she announced all the, uh, the nominees for Love that. her voice. I don't know how every touring doesn't take its toll on any vocal singer like that. Mm-hmm. that that's Having to push your voice that often. Yeah, you know, protect it. Reading the uh, Phil Phil Collins biography, autobiography right yeah, now, Sam. he talks about that about uh, you know the years of screaming with Genesis and on his own. He said basically it was a cortisone shot, pretty much every night to get the vocal cords back where they should be. Oh, that's really? not good for you. Yeah, I would no, think that's not. probably not. No, he said yeah. it makes your bones brittle, and so he had to quit doing that and lay off for a while. Oh, thank you, Phil Collins. Uh, tomorrow night, I guess who's going to be on the Voice finale? Jody Bruno. What? 
this I is, guess he'll be performing this. Yes, he'll be doing this song, 24 Karat Magic. Oh my gosh. It's actually, that is a huge score for them. Actually, yeah. his third voice finale performance. I didn't realize he was on yeah, other voices. I missed a few, but he is one to watch. When you when he's performing, there's no point in having anybody else on the stage with him. Mm-hmm. Don't take your eyes off of him. And I mean head to toe. New Year's Eve, we already know that Mariah is going to be on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. <gasps> well, Carson <laughs> Daly has the one on uh, NBC, don't yeah. forget. He's got Pentatonix. Oh, wow. Well, our daughters Taylor and Phoebe will be glued to the TV for that. That's, mm-hmm. that's big. And uh, Carson Daly, of course, he is like the, the Ryan Seacrest of The Voice. I know it. So he's, he's the got, host. He's got Blake Shelton singing for him New Year's Eve, and he's also got uh, Alicia Keys. Oh, wow, Murph. And I'm sure he appreciates you referring to him as the Ryan Seacrest okay. of the voice. Right? <laughs> now that'll be on NBC on New Year's Eve night. <laughs> Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. Okay, let's say you have a big party this holiday season. Yeah. Um, and you've got your, your invitation and it says, you know, black tie optional. What does that exactly mean for men and women? What does the Christmas casual thing mean? I'll tell you about that next. Got a Facebook inbox from Amanda this morning asking about Santa. You know, Santa came to visit us on Friday, like it is every mm-hmm. Friday, and and they missed it. So it's easy, Amanda, to hear it. Actually, you can hear all of Santa's visits so far this year when you subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast on iTunes, and that way you can listen on your schedule, share with your kids. Look, it's just as heartwarming for adults to listen, and so oh my gosh, Santa. Are you we all kidding? need old Santa, right? He's for all of us. Yeah. So download it from, uh, from your favorite podcast provider, whether it's iTunes or whomever. Yeah. Are you guys ready to figure out the dress code for holiday parties? This always confuses me. As many years as Jody has gone through this list, Sam, mm-hmm. I still get lost on things like Christmas casual. Like, what does that Every, mean? Well, Everybody does, though. Every year. You put right. Christmas casual, and it's like... Well, let's kick it uh, real. You yeah. want to start there? You want to start there? Christmas casual just means you dress casual, but make note of and pay attention to the fact that this is a holiday gathering. So add something. For women, that's easy. I can add more glittery, more shine. I could add a special, you know, eye makeup to make it more festive. I could add red shoes. You know, I could do Christmas earrings. In other words, make it's casual. It's work. So I wouldn't show up, you know, unless you work at a farm. I would show up. I would show up professionally, nice dressed. Right. I would dress nice. Pay attention to what you wear, but you need to add a festive thing. So for guys, I would say wear what you would normally wear, but you need to add something: a Santa tie, um, a Santa hat, something like yeah. that. Rudolph ugly sweater. Yes. Ta- if it says Christmas casual, it's me. It means take note that it's Christmas. Or even sort of a maroon shirt, right? Dress up shirt. Would that work? Yes, I guess so. Yes. That doesn't work. That's not Christmas. That word, maroon. I think it's burgundy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he didn't say mauve. I know, it's true. Hey, the only maroon I like is maroon five. But anyway, Uh, okay, um, when you see black tie, what do you guys think that means? Formal. Formal tux. It does. It does mean black tie. And for ladies, that means your longest gowns. If you see black tie optional, that drives me crazy because that's confusing. It's like two different things. That means tux or suit. Well, it does mean tux or suit, but when when they when the words black tie are on an invitation, 
it's really better to go ahead and go full. Yeah. I know. That's what I worry is that somebody's going to, you know, you're going to go underdress no matter what you do if you don't wear the tux or the formal gown. Yeah. The worst one to ever get, and I hope you never put this on an invitation and pay somebody to print it, is creative black tie. Because that means people have to what? really dig deep. A <laughs> red bow tie. Yeah. It's Christmas. Yeah. Anyway, you can get more of these to help figure out your invitations. I hope you know, but I hope it's casual enough that you can just enjoy yourself. You know, wear a Christmas sweater like Sam so said. Too. Murphy, Sam, and Jody.com. Coming up next, uh, favorite Christmas songs. What's yours? 877-310-4MSJ. Sarah, you're next. What is your favorite Christmas song? Which one do you turn up? Like You may have never even thought of this, but it's whichever one that you always listen to and you, you always enjoy and you turn it up when it comes on. I have a tough time That's picking how you do it. one, though, don't you? I know, yeah. I know. But we want to hear from you on one or two. 877-310-4MSJ. Sarah, what is yours? Rudolph. I don't know why oh. I'm 22 years off, yeah. old and I still love Rudolph. I think it just like gets you excited because <laughs> yeah. you have to name the deer and everything and I don't know. Yeah. It just gets you in, I have a bunch of nieces and nephews so it gets you in the it does. holiday spirit. Well, um, is it the Burl Lives Rudolph from the special or any Rudolph? Anyone. Yes. I don't really care. Nice. I agree. It they lets all us all it kind of yeah. lets us all be a kid that yeah. song. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. It tells a story, that song. It's another reason that people love it. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Had a very shiny nose. So when I was a kid, I listened to every word of that song, and I saw it all happening. You, you understand? Yeah. That's the reason that we know about all the names all of the reindeer. The it's that song. It's a good uh, reminder. That's true. That's right. Because if you don't remember, you just sing the song, and it yeah. comes right back to you. Blah, 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 blah. Ah, I know. Got a favorite version of that one? Uh, Jack Johnson has an awesome version of that I know, one. And I Harry love, Connick, too. I know. I love it, too. I love those versions. I just, there's just something about the original from the was it, Gene Autry, the singing cowboy. Oh, Gene Autry. You're not saying the show, then. You're not saying the TV special. You're saying go no. way back. Well, I mean, the song came before the claymation. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. So, I guess you're right. Yeah. I, I, keep, I keep thinking it's the movie. Like, when I hear Rudolph, the, I see him. From the claymation. Well, didn't Burl Ives sing it in the, in the claymation? Yeah, I Sam think, the Snowman. Yeah, that's Sam the Snowman right. sang it, right. But there's just something about that. I don't know that Gene Autry thing. Probably that's because childhood and the, it's one of those epic versions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We love hearing about what Christmas songs you really enjoy, which ones you always turn up and really always listen to all the way through. That's the way you'll know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, it's two weeks till Christmas, essentially. A little less than two weeks. Why are there so many breakups? Why do so many couples break up at this time of the year? Because it happens. That's next. And something we do after the show is called Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that you We spent ex- months coming up with that title. <laughs> <laughs> it's something you can get exclusively by uh, subscribing to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast, which is really convenient. That way, you can listen to the entire show on your schedule mm-hmm. on iTunes. It doesn't take that long either. No. <laughs> okay, why do so many couples break up two weeks before Christmas? And guess what? It's almost two weeks before Christmas. You're in this right there. Did, did you ever have a breakup before Christmas when you were still dating? Perhaps. I had one. I don't that, want to talk about it. I think I had one that happened around that time. Yeah. It was like between Christmas and New Year's. It's pretty nasty, too. Mm-hmm. It, just, it was not a good breakup. What about you, Sam? You've had some breakups. Yeah, the last one was in the process of. Do, being broken really? up pre-Christmas. Oh, I remember the finishing that touches now. after Christmas. I, re- I remember that. It's a holly jolly time of year. I'm sorry. So does Christmas 
is the holiday season, does it have something to do with that, or is it just coincidence? It's absolutely not coincidence. Now, it's so you can save on gift buying. <laughs> Look, the experts have their reasons why, and I'll give them to you, but I have my reason, which is completely different. I feel like I know. This is why I think, and we'll get to that. First, they say there are people who want to don't want to have to bring their partner to Christmas. Oh. Uh, with the family. Well, it's a family a lame thing. Excuse. It is a but like the pressure. Let's say you started dating somebody in February uh-huh. and things have been going well all year long. Yeah. And you're happy, but then the whole pressure of bringing them to Christmas with the family mm. is too much for you. You just break up at Christmas. That's weird, but, but if you, if supposedly it's strong, that happens. If it's a strong relationship, that doesn't make sense. Maybe it's not a strong relationship. Mm. Sometimes it's another reason is gift giving. And the uh-huh. pressure the pressure of gift giving. Oh, so not to save money, just you don't know the what pressure. kind of gift gotcha. Yeah. You don't know how to reciprocate, whatever. That's also irrational though. I, I really so love this too. person, but I can't give a gift that I yeah. we're just gonna call this off. I can I see spending the rest of my life with you. However I'm gonna go a little deeper and say I think it has something to do with you you just want everything to be right at Christmas and there's something about Christmas that is soul searching. I don't know, but I have always found that I need Maybe that's why we we stake so much in the tradition of it, and it's so hard for us when things change, because you go back to who you really are. You take stock in yourself. Yes. Mm -hmm. I believe in that notion that we feel that way, whether you acknowledge it or not, that things need to be right at Christmas. If you're not with the one you want to be with, you long for them more at Christmas. So if you're with somebody that's not right, you're going to make it right before Christmas. And you think that's why the breakups happen? I do. Uh, remember our former experts pro- don't say that though. Our former producer Drew, who used to work with us, used to say, "Remember, don't date anybody between December first and February 14th. Mm. Yeah, that was a gift buying pressure thing. <laughs> right. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. He's the news you had never heard about Prince, and it's true. Next, Jody's Hollywood outsider. This Prince rumor, apparently, that I I heard this on Friday, and I read it on Friday, and I didn't believe it, and apparently it's true, Prince had planned a reality show with Netflix before he died. What? I didn't believe it because... What, like following him around like they're doing Mariah? I didn't believe him because he was so private. I didn't believe it because he's so private, or was so private, and I didn't believe it because I thought, why are we just now hearing this, and he passed away in April... Apparently, he did work with somebody, a friend of his, confirmed to GQ magazine that he came to her with an idea, you know, that he wanted a docu-series, but he would not be in it, but cameras would go into, and that makes more sense, that sounds like him, cameras would go into Paisley Park, and it would document the inner workings of his work, his music, his life, how all that worked, but he would just be sort of elusive and right. not in it which would make it interesting because you'd be watching all the time because number one's fascinating and number two to see if you catch a glimpse or not well that would make that would more be the big sense deal because he's not that kind of person to no no be on camera and- even she said to him look you you've got to be on, on it sometimes if there's a prince show you're gonna have to be on it and he says well i can't be funny so no 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 that's not what i want he wanted it to be about a docuseries about the inner workings of the compound because it- he know he knew that it was so very different. He knew that that was very different. It just seems, though, that they would have him sit down at some point to ask questions that they could, you know, edit in here and there. I know. I mean, that would be a clause for me, like at least a season finale. Yeah. You have to at least walk out on, on camera on set once. But, of course, it's never going to happen now because the compound is now a museum. Mm-hmm. And that's not... I wouldn't 
want to watch that as much as watching it when I thought he might be there <laughs> or to see the inner workings of how his life works. Right. Anyway, so. Well, you can do that now, but you pay your 50 bucks and yeah, you'll do it in and it's person. Not like, it's not like on. Right. It's like the past now when you walk through. And, that, and that's kind of sad to me. Also, want to let you know, um, Moana. Disney's Moana, mm-hmm. it's still number one this weekend. I am Hero a- of Men. Wh- what? It's actually Maui shapeshifter demigod of the wind and sea, Hero of Men. The Jennifer Aniston comedy office Christmas party was number two this weekend at the box office. Still no match for Moana. That's kind of cool. Also, I want to let you know that um, live from Beverly Hills later this morning, the Golden Globes nominations will be announced. And of course, that show coming up in January, hosted by Jimmy Fallon. We'll have that for you. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 7.55 this morning, Walter White returns this weekend Breaking on, bad. on SNL. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Just after seven, got your gift today idea for today. In fact, there's the three ideas, it's right? It's three and one. We're just getting excited and giving you more. So three ideas for three different people on your list. And Jody has today's gift today idea in just a second, but you know, three Sam, of them actually. Jody always impresses me because she is. I really do think she's the best gift giver that I know. Sam mm. disagrees. Really? Well, I've gotten well, better over the years. Yeah. Well, but things for, for Sam. Sam's just kind of tough to buy for. Agreed. Right? So, Amen. Hallelujah. I, mean, I guess I'm just still stuck on that Marvin the Martian water bottle you got me that one year. We need to let that go. That was the Warner Brothers cartoon thing. Yeah. But I will tell you, Jody is is definitely plugged into friends, family, and ha- and I just it. It's amazing to me because I struggle. Even with Jody, I have no idea what I'm getting you this year. Just so you You've know. already given it to me, remember? What? Foster dogs. I want, like Christmas, when our guests leave on the 26th, I want a new foster dog. You're going to let me off the hook that easy? Totally. No I'm happy. What do I need? I know, but I know the basic things that you like, but I don't want to do the same old, same old. And, and but it's you always know what to get me. You always Jody always magically knows how to find the perfect thing for me. And it's mm-hmm. always You're hard just to right. buy for too, but no, I know. But I just think you're an act for it. That's why Jody's so good at doing the gift today thing here. I'm just saying, Jody's gift today. You guys ready for it? Yeah. Today's gift today idea is not just one, but three gifts because I'm get, it's getting closer to Christmas, and I want to. I want to give some quick hits. You know what I'm saying? So the first one, I love when I shop and I see these beautiful Christmas cookie jars or Christmas trays. And if that's something that you don't buy for yourself, because you don't do that for yourself often. If you're going to somebody's party, somebody's house, bring it, give it to them and fill it with cookies or fill it with stuff and give it. Hey, the tray is yours, by the way, or the cookie jar is yours. I think that's a great idea. And you know, if you don't know what to get somebody. I really, really do. I do, too, because you're right. They will use it. It's not something they would buy themselves, necessarily. Necessary. Mm. It's not. I don't buy a bunch of Christmas stuff myself. You get it as gifts over the years. For the pet lover on your list, buy one of those little pet tree containers and fill it with treats. Merry Christmas. Somebody who's dog crazy, yeah. like I am. I got one of those. It's a box that says Milk Bone. Okay, but put them in a little, yeah, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. Thing a little ceramic fire hydrant. Something like that. Yeah. And um, <laughs> for someone who's a coffee lover but hasn't gone there yet, a K-cup a maker. Or if they already have Ooh. a K-cup maker. Well, that's pricey, It though, is right? pricey, but I'm saying maybe it's somebody that you love, somebody in your family. Maybe okay. you want to go that far. Mm-hmm. Or if they already have a K-cup maker, get them a box of assorted K-cups. Plus, yeah. they have the K-cup carousel. They you do. You buy that. You they know, have the carousel. Susan. But I mean, yeah. if they already have a K-Cup maker, why not gift them a box of a new assortment of co- of kind of coffees? Yeah. That's an easy one. Okay? Just check them out. Gift today ideas. MurphySamAndJody.com Call or text us 877-310-4MSJ More of your favorite Christmas songs. Which song do you always turn up when it comes on and why? Coming up next. 
Our favorite thing is to hear from you. So join us anytime at 877-310-4MSJ. And we do want to know what Christmas songs really mean something to you. You always turn them up. 877-310-4MSJ. What about you, Kristen? Okay, well, I'm the person who listens to Christmas music in July. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we were listening to it, but um, I love I love the new Pentaconics Christmas music. Yeah. But yes. I have to say, Mariah Carey, even though she thinks she's a little bit over the top with her divaness, yeah. yes. when she does Joy to the World, I mean, I'm just rocking it out karaoke, and I fully commit in the car. <laughs> nice! <laughs> I love her version of Oh Holy Night. It's so soulful. Oh, it's fabulous. It is I fabulous. I mean, when that album is a classic Christmas album. It's true. You're right. she That's the reason she's the queen of Christmas right now. <laughs> And she will be, mm-hmm. unless somebody else comes along. But my daughters also love the Pentatonix Christmas stuff, so we play that a lot at home, too. It's special. It's really oh, good. Yeah, their version of Hallelujah has been just yes. goosebumps. I know it. Got some good taste there. Thank you. Thank you. I love listening to you guys. You make my very long morning commute wonderful. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. Merry Christmas, guys. Bye. You too, Kristen. Bye. Here's something for you, Kristen. Christmas. Yeah, she hits probably the highest note anybody's ever yeah. hit in that song, though, right? And it's a soulful version <laughs> of that. I mean, everyone does a respectful version of it, but yeah. she brings the soul to it. Glass breaks, dogs Man, run and hide. So very good. And you know what, Kristen is also right about the pentatonics music. There's something so because it's there's no instruments except their voices. Yeah, acapella, for whatever reason, lends itself to being holiday. But Hallelujah is not a Christmas no. song. You know, this is a song I have tried hard to like. I cannot get on board with I mean, any, ver- any version of this song. This, this song is sacred to many people. I know it is, uh-huh. but the thing is, it's and I get it. It's about the paradox. It's ironic. It's about a relationship about love gone bad. Hurt. Right, exactly. Yeah. But uh, but still, I don't know. I just their Christmas stuff is fabulous. The pentatonics lights it up and makes it magical, no doubt. Absolutely. So thank you for those, Kristen, 877-310-4MSJ. What Christmas songs really do it for you and mean something to you. Yep, Rita says she's got one, uh, so you are next, Rita. We love having you along. Join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. What Christmas song, today we're doing what Christmas song really Means means something something to you, you. not just a favorite, but which one really kind of speaks to you? 877-310-4MSJ. What's yours, Rita? Uh, Where Are You Christmas? With Faith Hill. Yes. I love it, too. That's from The Grinch, right? It's from the Jim Carrey (laughs) Grinch. The guys Mm -hmm. don't love that one as much, but I don't know if they get it. (laughs) I don't. No, yeah, you have to you have to get it in order to really love it. I think it's uh, one of those things you have to have been there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's it's like I it's used all, to feel a certain way at Christmas, and I don't know where it got, where it went. I got to listen to the lyrics, is what you're it, saying. Yeah. Oh. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you have to listen to the lyrics because getting it back. Yeah, it's about getting your Christmas spirit back, and I believe her. I don't want anybody else to redo it. I love it the way it is. Yeah, I do too. I, I wouldn't want to hear it by anybody else I know. either. Yay! Well, I'm glad you called that one in. Too. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, thank you, Rita. I mean, and I'm sorry about it. I think that's that's the problem with people like me and Sam who don't listen to lyrics. It doesn't immediately resonate because you, you can feel the angst, but if you're not listening to the lyrics, you don't connect. Yeah. As soon as I heard the name of the song, I thought, oh, I wonder if it's going to go there. And in the first line, she totally goes there. Where are you, Christmas? Why can't I find you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I knew exactly what she meant. So many people struggle with this. With it's not the same this year. So where are you, Christmas? Where's that feeling I need back? And I'm and at the end of it she finds it and I'm I'm not the same one, but oh it's huge. Still not working for it's me. Huge. You can explain well, it all day. I try. I just have trouble with the sad Christmas songs. To me, I, I like that. And maybe that's juvenile on my part, but I, I just know. like the uplifting stuff. You know? I hear you. But if you stick around for the whole song, mm-hmm. I feel you, Christmas. It happens. Okay. You gotta, just like the Grinch. <laughs> you guys need to hang in. Anyway, thank you for that, Rita. I feel you. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, Sam usually does behind the lyrics. He's taking us behind the Christmas movie today. Yeah, we're going to do Elf with Buddy the Elf and find out why uh, Will Ferrell, Buddy, had a headache and couldn't sleep the whole time he was making the movie. Oh, man. Love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. You can call. You can text. You can even leave a 24-hour voicemail. You know, that way you can call the night if you feel like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Right now, you know, I mean, Sam is our, is, is our behind-the-lyrics guy every single Friday, and he also, during the holidays, takes us behind the Christmas specials in the movies. You know, the Christmas specials. Ooh! You're so official, Sam. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, behind the movie. We're doing Let's Elf do today with Buddy the Elf, Will yes. Ferrell. Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! <laughs> oh, my God! That's how I felt last Santa Friday. Santa here? Okay. I know him. I know him. Um, He'll be here. To- Will Ferrell wasn't the first one that was going to be Santa Claus, or was going to be Buddy the Elf. It was written really? for Jim Carrey. No kidding. But, I could wow. see Jim Carrey in that role, but man, Will Ferrell is so... He's got his own over-the-top that's more childhood innocence. Will Ferrell was more childlike, yeah, is what yeah. I was going to say, and Jim Carrey brings the... It would have been more slapstick. Naughty, yeah. 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 True, uh, right? You notice the elf outfits in the movie are... They're like exact they are replicas identical. of the Rudolph claymation. Yeah, the same thing. No, I didn't Color green's that. a little different, but uh, you know the claymation color green's a little That's what the designers off. modeled it after. Does yeah. that have to do with John Favreau? Oh, yeah. It is a John Favreau movie. It's all John Favreau. Now, Buddy the Elf, you remember the part in there where he says that elves have uh, four specific food groups that they stick to? We elves try to stick to the four main food groups. Candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. That means the whole movie he was eating... Candy and sugar and drinking and you know, remember put, the he syrup? He poured like syrup on pasta or something. Yeah, on the spaghetti and he crunched Pop-Tarts on it. Well, he had a headache for the whole filming of the movie because he was eating so much sugar. Really? And it had him wired so he didn't get a lot of sleep during the movie. Goodness. During the making they of the movie. should have used substitutes. Yeah, it's Hollywood. You know the little <laughs> cotton balls he ate when he was in the doctor's office? Yeah. They yeah. were real. They were cotton candy. Oh, were they? Well, that yeah. makes oh, sense. Oh, at least. Yeah. Okay, because that made my and, mouth hurt. Uh, and remember that. when uh, they had the Lego city built in the department store where Santa yeah. was going to be there? This is the North Pole. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Where's the snow? Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my Smiling's favorite. Smiling's my favorite. <laughs> Remember when they just, the fake Santa and him got in a big fight yes. and they destroyed the lake? That was all in one take because they said they didn't have time to rebuild it all back. So true. Whoa. It would take too much time and too much effort. So they did one take, destroyed everything, and that's what you got to see in the movie. And by the way, they did offer Will Ferrell uh, money for Elf 2, $29 bucks. 
No thanks. He didn't want to do it. Yeah, oh, they, it would be tough to top. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sam. Taking us behind the Christmas movie. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. One of my favorite things to do at the holidays. I've already started, so What's I'm excited and happy. But it's something I do by myself. You don't even know about it, Murphy. Okay. Say about it next. I am realizing something about myself, and I've always done it every holiday season without realizing that this is something I love to do and seek it out. Jody's becoming introspective, Sam. Hmm. It's kind of cool because it's simple. It's something that has to be done anyway, but I enjoy it. What's that? I like putting presents together and making them look pretty. I enjoy that. I did some of that this weekend. I did some wrapping, but I like to do other things than just wrap. I like to add little things that you don't expect on a present. Maybe some tool. I do a lot of tool and ribbon with the wire on the outside Mm -hmm. because you can make it really do stuff. You know, there's nothing wrong with just basic, simple wrapping. I I totally, and there's nothing wrong with gift bags. No. But I like to wrap. Well, you're really, I want it to be a presentation. Yeah, you do a great job with that. Well, didn't you and your mom try try to start a gift wrapping business a long, long time ago? Okay. We didn't try, Yoda. We did. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We had one for a short time. How long did it last? Uh, we had it about a year or so. Oh. And um, wait, it had a fun name too. What was it? All wrapped up. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, <clears throat> I, I learned that from her. She spends more time on a present and the bow than deciding what to buy. I think. Yeah. And I get that from her. But the truth be told, I really enjoy doing it. I mean, it's something simple. Um, one of the things I like to give, this could be considered a gift today, something that people wouldn't buy for themselves, but you know they would enjoy, yeah. flavored coffees. So mm-hmm. I bought last year for your sister and your brother and the families, I gave them flavored coffees, like a bo- you know a, ba- a bag of coffee to make lots of different pots of coffee, but it was like, you know, pecan something or hazelnut, yeah, not the standard toasted fare. coconut mm-hmm. flavor. Mm. You wouldn't buy that for yourself. But you would brew it and enjoy it. And you know what I'm saying? And so when I wrapped it up and gave it, pretty ribbons, candy canes on it. You know, I'm just, I love doing that stuff. Well, and you usually pair something like that with mugs or put it in a mug or something like that. Well, I didn't do mugs, but yeah. So I always, and I just realized it, and that's, I'm being introspective, that it's part of the holidays for me. If I don't get to do that, I'm aggravated. If I don't get to make it pretty, I'm aggravated. I never learned how to do the uh, fancy ribbons. It's easy. Yeah, so now I just buy the bag, and for a quarter, you get a hundred of them, you stick them on, and there you go. They're already curled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are okay. At least you do that. Yeah. You know? My but, mother would never give someone a gift without having a bow on it. Yeah. Like, she would not give it to you without a bow. Isn't that well, funny? I'm glad, see, and that is something that is yours that makes the holiday season special. It's makes a true hobby. It's a, it's a good thing you're actually not in that business, because you can enjoy it. It's a hobby. I know. The whole thing not, not working out. Good for me. Yes. Because I'd be sick of it by now. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. And Walter White making his return to TV this weekend. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. For all the Breaking Bad fans of the world, Breaking Bad. Going back a few years with Walter White and Jesse. Oh, how I miss Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, Walter White, made, he doesn't do this. He did it once in a commercial. Brian Cranston, the he actor. He showed up in a Super Bowl commercial with like the, the yellow suit ago. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he showed up this weekend on SNL, and it was a surprise. He was on the news thing. Um, they were discussing with him being selected to Donald Trump's cabinet as the head of the DEA. Mr. White, how did you even get considered for this job? Do you know Donald Trump? Nope. Nope. But I'm a big fan. I like his style. He acts first and then asks questions later. 
I also like that wall he wants to build. Nothing comes in from Mexico, meaning a lot less competition for the rest of us. Uh, you mean jobs? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it's this whole bit, and it's it's hilarious. If you're a big Breaking Bad fan, you need to go grab it in case you didn't see it already. He came out with the Heisenberg hat on, and then he took it off, and, you know, bald head. He looked just like Walter White, because right. I guess, well, he is Walter White. He will always be Walter he White. Will, he will. Also, this weekend um, in Hollywood, we had the Critics' Choice Awards, and it was big. I mean, you know, the ones that you kind of expected. The Hollywood musical La La Land won a lot, and that's not even available everywhere. It's only in limited release right now. Yeah. And um, Game of Thrones, of course, for best drama series. But man, for limited TV series, I mean, the People versus O.J. Simpson could not be beat last night. This is Detective Tom Lang from the Los Angeles Police Department. Your ex-wife, Nicole Simpson, has been killed. Acting awards, so Sterling K. K. Brown and um, Courtney B. Vance and Sarah Paul- Paulson, they all won. Like This show wow. could not be stopped last night on The Critics' Choice. And speaking of award shows, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30, we'll have the full rundown uh, from Hollywood this morning of the Golden Globe nominations. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Just after 8, we're going to get you ready for your Christmas party if you got the invite and it says to wear a certain kind of clothes and you don't know Yeah, well, we'll break it down like cocktail, Christmas Mm -hmm. casual, what to wear on the way. And you can catch anything that you miss. You know, look, the holidays are busy enough. Your regular life schedule is busy. So the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast is an easy way to catch up with anything that you heard about that you missed, including Santa's visit, again, Mm -hmm. from last week. Just subscribe on iTunes and download it. Listen at your leisure. Um, You can go online also at murphysamandjody.com right now to get the you know, the Christmas party attire decoded or, you know, the codes figured out. You know, like when the invitation says Christmas casual. If it says that or if it says black tie or hope you're already on it. If black it says pants black. optional. <laughs> well, these things wanna... throw me off every year because somebody always seems to throw something in the mix that's new and different, mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah, and, and that just gets wordy. You always have to use your best judgment anyway, but let's cover a couple of things that you're normally going to see a lot of us see cocktail cocktail mm-hmm. attire that means it's a dressy event you know what that means a cocktail dress for women right. it when you see the words cocktail attire it means you're dressing up yeah you're not dressing up like for the ball or the prom but that's what it means i gotta go to the party and i have to dress up here's one that makes my head hurt it makes me want to eat my brain dressy casual those things mean different things oh you're Those right are two, that is. it's an oxymoron well, term maybe what they dressy mean casual. by that is don't wear a tank top and shorts what you know, i maybe, think it means mm-hmm. is it's not cocktail it's not quite cocktail you can go more casual than that casual is not probably the right word but it is but it's almost like what dressy. you wear to work you it all, it, right dress shirt and well, dockers you care you, and you paid attention to what you put on yeah i care and maybe nicer jeans. Yeah, you know, because that's, you, you've seen them. I mean, the ones with the creases ironed into them. Well, the trend these days, there is a definite trend of a really nice dress shirt and good-looking jeans. You know what I mean? Yeah. With, with a sport coat, I see it constantly now, and so I guess that would be yes, dressy casual. That's dressy casual as long as you dress it up enough. Yep. Does that make sense? The most important part of it is dressing. Anytime you get an invitation and you don't know what it is, always err to the dressier side of it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. better to be overdressed than underdressed. For anything. That's in life, not just Christmas parties. Yeah. I got an email one uh, invitation one time that said Christmas classy. And I don't know what that if that meant like no ugly sweaters or what that, you <laughs> the know. The one that Sam couldn't go to. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> I yeah. I'm kidding, sweet. I'm kidding. I did have to call about that one. All right. On the way, your email answered in the producer's mailbag. We do love hearing from you. David, what's up? Yeah, Charity has some advice for you, Jody. Okay. For you and your daughter, Phoebe, for when y'all make gingerbread houses this year. <laughs> 
We love hearing from you. Reach out anytime before we get to your email answered in the producer's mailbag. I have everything needed to make gingerbread cookies for Phoebe, mm-hmm. who's asked to make gingerbread cookies, and I bought the cutouts, the gingerbread, like a big person and a little person, yeah. gingerbread. I bought, it's a star and it's a tree shape, and I bought her um, the icing in different colors that you can, you know, draw yeah. on. Did you buy like M&Ms and stuff and gumdrops? No, no, no. Or buttons? No. We're going to start oh. with uh, people. And uh, and if I don't know if I'm brave enough to do a gingerbread house, but um, I do think that somebody's come to my rescue in the mailbag. The producer's mailbag. Who is it? Yeah, Charity has some advice for when you make that house. So you don't have to be scared about that. Okay. <laughs> she says, tell Jody for her daughter to make the gingerbread house. First, make it out of paper, then deconstruct it and use the paper as a template. <gasps> Oh. That's roll, a great idea. Mm-hmm. Roll yeah. out your dough, place the paper pieces on top, and trace them out. Then cut it out and bake. Good luck. Okay, then cut it out. Does it change form a little bit when it bakes? It might shrink a little. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's still, as long as the whole thing shrinks, it should be fine. Yeah, you have a better chance. It's, it's kind of like looking at using a cookie cutter. You're just tracing and cutting. Yeah. As long as the sides of the house are the same this size. It's got to yeah. stand up, though. That's my thing. It will. You use the, the icing as glue. Okay. And you stand it up with the icing, and you put the walls together with the icing. I don't need to make grooves so things fit. Oh Lord, no. No, Good. no. No talking Anything, groove stuff. Use a toothpick, stick it in there to hold it together. Yeah. Hey, look. You've yes. seen, I've seen over the years some really okay. sweet, albeit dilapidated looking mm-hmm. you know, gingerbread houses. houses. Yeah, because it's it, like Sam says, if you secure the bottoms and all that, even if it's a little off, it's not going to crater. Okay. I want to say thanks to Sam for his gingerbread cookie recipe. I'm going to break out the rolling pin, and we're going to do this soon together she wants to make a gingerbread house we do have a lot of christmas sprinkles and stuff like that yeah. but i do need to get gumdrops you're right gumdrop buttons yeah m&m eyes okay exactly thank you charity i i, I mean i guess i'm gonna try i'm gonna be embarrassed if it because i the fact that i won't know what i'm doing to help Look, her at the end of the day, it's she'll a, be better it's at a it sweet moment together so enjoy it for what it is and you can eat it when it's done yeah thank you Love to hear from you anytime. MurphySamAndJody.com. You can reach out to us on our Facebook page or call us at 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Why so many couples break up two weeks before Christmas, which is right about now. That's next. It's something we do after the show is called Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that you can We spent ex- months coming up with that title. <laughs> it's something you can get exclusively by uh, subscribing to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast, which is really convenient. That way, you can listen to the entire show on your schedule mm-hmm. on iTunes. It doesn't take that long either. No. <laughs> okay, why do so many couples break up two weeks before Christmas? And guess what? It's almost two weeks before Christmas. Hey, you're in this. Right there. Did, did you ever have a breakup before Christmas when you were still dating? Perhaps. I, had one I don't that, want to talk about it. I think I had one that happened around that time. Yeah. It was like between Christmas and New Year's. It's pretty nasty, too. Mm-hmm. It, just, it was not a good breakup. What about you, Sam? You've had some breakups. Yeah, the last one was in the process of do, being broken really? up pre-Christmas. Oh, I remember the finishing that finishing touches now. after Christmas. I, re- I remember that. It's a holly jolly time of year. I'm sorry. So, does Christmas... Is the holiday season, does it have something to do with that, or is it just coincidence? It's an absolutely not coincidence. Now... It's so you can save on gift buying. <laughs> Look, the experts have their reasons why, and I'll give them to you, but I have my reason, which is completely different. I feel like I know. This is why I think, and we'll get to that. First, they say there are people who want to don't want to have to bring their partner to Christmas oh. uh, with the family. Well, it's a family a lame thing. Excuse? It is a but like the pressure. Let's say you started dating somebody in February, uh-huh. and things have been going well all year long, yeah. and you're happy, 
But then the whole pressure of bringing them to Christmas with the family mm. is too much for you. You just break up at Christmas. That's weird, but, but if you, if supposedly strong, that happens. If it's a strong relationship, that doesn't make sense. Maybe it's not a strong relationship. Sometimes it's another reason is gift giving. And the uh-huh. pressure the pressure of gift giving. Oh, so not to save money, just you don't know what pressure. kind of gift got you. Yeah, you don't know how to reciprocate, whatever. That's also irrational, though. <laughs> I, I really so love this too. person, but I can't give a gift. That I, yeah. We're just going to call this off. I can I see spending the rest of my life with you. However, I'm going to go a little deeper and say, I think it has something to do with you. You just want everything to be right at Christmas. And there's something about Christmas that is soul searching. I don't know, but I have always found that I need... Maybe that's why we we stake so much in the tradition of it, and it's so hard for us when things change, because you go back to who you really are. You take stock in yourself. Yes. Mm -hmm. I believe in that notion that we feel that way, whether you acknowledge it or not, that things need to be right at Christmas. If you're not with the one you want to be with, you long for them more at Christmas. So if you're with somebody that's not right, you're going to make it right before Christmas. And you think that's why the breakups happen? I do. Uh, remember our former experts pro- don't say that though. Our former producer Drew, who used to work with us, used to say, "Remember, don't date anybody between December first and February 14th. Mm. Yeah, that was a gift buying pressure thing. <laughs> right. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. So it's true, and I can't believe it that P- Prince had planned a reality show with Netflix before he died. Dig if you will, the picture. Just like a Mariah, you follow him around? Not exactly. You know, he was so private and odd about that, that he had talked to somebody. He and his friend from GQ Magazine, had, a photographer, had talked to them at Netflix about doing a docu-series about Paisley Park, mm-hmm. the whole compound and the inner workings of it. And so you would have watched it and been fascinated with how he chose to live his life and the way he did things. But no prints. But he didn't really want to be in front of the camera. They were going to talk about that, about him making an appearance every once in a great while, which would have kept me there. But I think that would have been part of the mystique. Well, you'd have right? to have him at least narrating or something. I know, some little, but it would be all, that. that was, that's what would make it different and special. And he was he wanted to kind of give the world that because he knew how special and different it was. But of course, there's no reason for it to happen now because Paisley Park is a museum. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Producer Emily's little boy, Jake, who is four now, is obsessed with Frosty the Snowman, so it must be a happy time for him. Oh, yes. And and four and four years old today. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Jacob. And this is the this is the first year. Like, I, I saw it happening with all the holidays. With Halloween, he's super into it, you know. Yeah. Then Thanksgiving, he was super into. And now Christmas. And he's always been a Christmassy kind of kid, right? I right. mean, he's always loved Rudolph and Frosty, like you said, Jody. He was Frosty for Halloween two years in a row for Trick or Treat. Two years in a row. So, for when his birthday party came around, we had it at... You know, one of these little places that you do once in your lifetime because it's enough. Pizza right. and a dancing animatronic. And, and lots of games and noises. It's almost ding, like ding, a ding, casino ding, for kids. Right. And of course, he had to have a frosty cake and he wore a frosty shirt again. The same one from last year. That's mm. so Because the kid cute. loves frosty that much. Well, I love uh, it. <clears throat> needless to say, later that day, he had pink eye in both eyes. Oh. Oh, what? So it's almost like that stereotype is true, you know? Can you get... Can you get it that quickly? That quickly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I think it's, I think it's just a little it's coincidental. coincidental. And yeah. no other kid got sick, but it's like, really? So he has pink eye. <laughs> no, not anymore. Okay. That was, you know, over the Quick. weekend. I, we got eye drops, and th- that We're clears good. it up in no time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh huh. Anyway. Well, you could tell him that's where it came from, Emily. Mm. Yeah. Right. Coming up.
up, Sam has music news. I'm going to tell you where you can find Bruno Mars on the TV tomorrow Yay. night. Definitely hope this week is getting off to a great start for you. We've got all the little holiday celebration that we're doing here leading up to you know Christmas on it. MurphySamandJody.com, everything from Gift Today Idea to uh, the 12 Tips of Christmas. Mm-hmm. To what else, Jody? Make it, take it. Yeah. Make it, take it ideas, and that's like, you know, food and a gift all in one. Love it. Sam's got music news. Megan Trainer is calling it quits this year. If I was you, I'd want to be me. She is not calling it quits. Not for real, uh, you right? Let, you didn't let me finish. Uh, her doctor told her to get some vocal rest, strict vocal rest, so she's canceled the rest of her appearances for the year. Right. She'll be back in 2017. She had some big ones, too, in the next three weeks, but she I know said, got to cancel it, otherwise lose the voice altogether. Not a good idea. Not yeah, good I love, idea. I love her voice. <clears throat> and uh, also, tomorrow night, a big night on The Voice. It's the finale for this season yes. on NBC. So why not bring out the big guns, Bruno Mars? Tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, they're on tonight. Tonight and tomorrow night are the finals night. Got it. Tomorrow but he night performs. is the final final night. Nice. Cool. He will perform Tuesday. Thank you. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News.